So today I reconnect with my buddy, my business partner, my running inspiration, Josh Lajani. We haven't seen each other since March, and it's obviously it's been a crazy year for everyone, but uh, there's a lot of things that we were planning to work on, a lot of retreats, in-person stuff that obviously had to go on the back burner. And we've been chatting a lot, but we haven't uh, recorded for public consumption, any of our conversations. Um, I've been doing a lot of really interesting podcast interviews that Josh has been listening to and responding to. He's been sending me lots of stuff to read and watch and listen to myself. So we thought it was time to uh, just have another jam session. And in this conversation, we talk about how Josh has kept from putting on, you know, 50 or 100 pandemic pounds, how he decides what to listen to in a world full of conspiracy theory and BS, um, and, you know, how to how to navigate life. How do we talk to ourselves, think about our futures in a world where it's so damn easy to just say, I just need to take care of myself right now with some, you know, delicious, comforting, unhealthy food, and I'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. For context, we recorded this on November 11th, so a little over a week after the presidential election, but not when we had a definitive outcome yet. So I hope you uh, enjoy this conversation. Let us know what you think. And without further ado, Josh Lajani, welcome back to Plant Yourself. Hey, what's up, Howie? Thanks for having me, buddy. Oh, always. It's been a long time. It has been. It has been. It's been yeah. a wild year. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the year been like for you? We ha we haven't recorded anything sort of uh, free form in a long time. Last time we saw each other was beginning of March, where and we probably shouldn't have. We probably should have canceled that we particular thing. Have, yeah. But uh, we it's held been... our own little mini potential mini spreader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. New Orleans two weeks after Mardi Gras. What could go wrong? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, what's well, let's let's just catch up. What's uh, what's this been year? What's this year been for you? You know, for obviously for a lot of people, it's been hard. It's been separating yeah. and frustrating, and like you know, what what have you made of it? Yeah, it's been it's weird because you know my life and and how hard I've been working towards like uh, taking the steps to move away professionally from what I've done for the last you know, 20 years of my life in the, in the way of being a sewer pump operator and all of that stuff. And so in 2020 in, in, in one way was really awesome for me because we finally, I've been working on, on selling that business for a long time. And, um, and it finally came to fruition and happened almost right exactly at the same time as uh, COVID started, you know? Uh, and, and so it was really weird. It's been frustrating because the whole point of, of, of moving out of what I was doing professionally was to move into what I had been doing, which is the speaking and the traveling and, you know, the juices were all flowing and everything seemed to be pointed in a direction. And here I am like this seemingly positive thing happened, but wow, everything else has been punched in the gut. And now there's this big, huge question mark kind of in my my immediate future anyway like what's what's going on what's happening and on top of all of that everybody's stuck at home and 
you know, we're going through COVID and, you know, my wife is administrator at an assisted living facility for, uh, with elderly people. So our house has just been really very much disrupted. Our household has been very much disrupted. Our lives have not been the same during this pandemic. Yeah, I lost some friends and tenants to COVID and, you know, all you know, all of that. So it's been a really crazy up and down year, you know, it's been good and, and also, also bad, you know, and what I was going to say is also, you know, that, that, uh, you know, what my wife does for a living and she's, you know, an administrator at an assisted living facility. So our household has really been disrupted, you know, because it's so important that she stays secluded and, and not potentially infected so we can so she can continue to do what she does and keep keep COVID out of her building and so it's just been a it's been a really um been a really rough year uh in the household and in the you know just it's been a rough year to get traction on being generally sort of like upbeat and happy for many 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 different reasons um and but in the in the middle of in the midst of all of that, I, I, you know, uh, last summer you and I had gone to to uh, to North Carolina, and I met Corinne Sutton, and so he kind of, and then I got on his his program around that earth in the spring. Well, actually, in the beginning of the year, I kind of petered out the first time, and then I did it again in the spring, and and so. What I'm getting at is like I was really frustrated, but I just felt this drive to let me do something with my body physically since I can't feel like I I don't feel good enough to run like I was running before. Let me do something different. And I just started doing strength training and getting into his program and doing some other things to help with strength. And, you know, um, I've been able to physically pull myself call myself back to where I'm running pretty strong again. I'm pretty happy about where I am, about my trajectory. I'm look, aiming at, you know how important the poster is at the Crescent City Classic for me, buddy. And I was able to th this weekend run a 5K that, that guaranteed me a, a seated bib so I can have a good shot at getting in that top 500 come, come April, hopefully, if we run that race. I'm pretending as if I'm going on with life as if it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see, you know. And, uh, you know, so I, that, that's all I can do is do the thing that helped me in the, in the moment. Right. And, and not focus on the, the, the yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. all the world, the whirlwind. So there's, there's a lot I want to talk to you about, but that immediately brings up some questions for me. Cause you know, you and I have seen so many people and we've seen so many memes where, you know, I saw one last week when, when the election was still in doubt, um, and neither mm -hmm. candidate had 270. And the joke was, you know, the way I'm stress eating, I'm going to get to 270 before either of them does. Right. <laughs> and like, I've, we're so many people like, oh, well, you know, I saw another one from the reductress. It said like a, a meme. It said, you know, doctor advises eat whatever the fuck you want to get through this week. I thought that was beautiful. I saw that too. Yeah, right, like, great. like, and, and we've heard from many people. Like, yeah, this is like, yeah, my my food, my I, my exercise. Like, I was just trying to take care of myself on the sort of basic physical and psychological level because of all the stress of the election and the pandemic and right. conspiracy theories. You know, and I understand that. 
And I'm wondering how that played out in your life. Like, did you go there at some point? Were there impulses? Did you know, were you like, well, I'm doubling down on, on fitness? Like, how, how did that all play out in, in your mind and in your actions? I just tried to, to break it down. And I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with, with how, like, I've been processing this information for the last four years of my life along with my running. Like I was telling somebody today, I, our, I'm pretty firm in what I'm with and what I've already learned about the situation that like politically or whatever. Um, and so the fact that the, the election this year is what it is, this weird culmination or crescendo of cross the bomb that 2020 has been so far like that didn't really surprise me too much. I have let myself delve into it and dig down because I am passionate about some things and I find some absurdity in the way things are and some things that I find super absurd. I'm just like, I got to say something, you know? Um, but yes, it can drag you down and really bog up your mind. Um, bog up your mind if you're not careful and especially if you don't feel like there's any truth out there you know um which is what i that's the common theme it's not that people necessarily are believing the crazy conspiracy theories it's that the bigger problem to me as as a, as a person who cares is the people who are throwing their hands up going well you don't know what to believe they got all these people saying this and all these people yeah, but half of the people are saying the world is flat. So don't let's ignore that half. That's not really half. They don't count. <laughs> you know? And and it's but it's very uh it's been a very, very frustrating thing and and what I'm realizing is I'm I've just applied the same rubric, the same pattern that I used when I was figuring out my nutrition, how to eat. And I had to be objective and I had to make some really hard decisions about my food that was going to set me apart from my family and set me apart from my friends and set me apart from my Cajun heritage and culture. Like not doing crawfish and not going speckled trout fishing and having big fish fries. And, you know, those were hard decisions. But pragmatically, like what I learned, they were necessary if I wanted to definitely get to that place that I wanted to get to. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be not fat. And accidentally that process, that processing capacity has helped me really sort of, although some may argue uh, to the contrary, has really sort of helped me um, stay even keeled throughout this very, very volatile um you know, and frustrating and disappointing at times American experience that we're having right now, you know? What's the relationship between, you know, because I work with a lot of people who they haven't stopped believing in whole food plant-based eating and they haven't stopped believing in exercise, but they're like, yeah, I just... I can't do it. It's too much. The world is too, is is too much right now. It's like you remember that uh, that recurring joke in the movie Airplane, where it's like I guess I picked the wrong yeah. week. You know, wrong. Stop sniffing glue. <laughs> yeah, it's like people. You know, how did how did 
how did your pragmatism, which I think it's, it's related, but I think it's a different issue, like knowing what to believe right. or how to make decisions, not even belief. It's like how to evaluate evidence. There's like there's no belief involved after a certain point. Mm -hmm. But like your confidence and your ability to evaluate evidence, how did that buffer when things were just so bad? Like, you know, in the old days, you would have you would have smashed uh, three po boys or, or uh, right. you know, a gallon of well, milk and a box of the little Debbies. I think a big, I think honestly, Howie, having been back to school, it really helped me learn how to harness the power of the internet rather than be overwhelmed by the power of the internet. And so I hear all of these disparate claims and these wild theories and yeah you think racism is a thing but it ain't a thing because here this here's this stat well i know how to go drill down on that stat that they cite and then eventually find the very obvious out of context bullshit way they tried to use it right and so i can process and that's that's how it I, it keeps me from going crazy and people my age a lot of people my age I don't think really, really get down in the in in the world of 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 uh, in YouTube and Google in a in a productive way. I think they get pulled around rather than go digging around. You know. But again, I'm 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 not being clear on my question. Like, does that help you? Like, does that surety that you've like tested? Like you're, you're not, you know, there's people who like they've read all the books, right? Like that was me right. in 2005. I read the China study and I'm like, oh, Colin Campbell is so smart. This makes so much sense. But I really didn't like I hadn't tested it for myself and really believed it. And there were cracks in my mm -hmm. in my belief. And then another guru came along and I thought, well, that's a really well written book, too. Like it was all house of cards because I hadn't. I hadn't leaned on anything. You can't, you know, you can't know if you trust someone until you actually are in a position where they right. can let you down. So being in that position with your own mm 